Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks. Here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and let me run down today's show real quick. At, uh, right off the jump, we're going to talk to Ty Mosler, who's the head basketball coach at Milwaukee South, about the Terry Porter Classic going on today. Some really good basketball you can get out there and, and watch. 11 o'clock, Pat Miller. Head basketball coach at UW-Whitewater is going to join us. 11.15, Mark Miller from Wisports.net. And uh, WBY Shootout is coming up at the end of this month. And we uh, we are proud to be, yet again, uh, a partner with Mark on, on the media side. We're going to be doing some games live that Saturday. Uh, Bart Winkler and I will be uh, courtside doing a couple of games. And we'll talk to Mark about that in studio with me. We're talking Catholic Memorial basketball a little bit. Um, not only is Jerry McLaughlin the head basketball coach of Catholic Memorial, but his wife's big in my life, man. She's watching my grandson. That's really important. Before we get to, to Jeremy, uh, let's get out to uh, over at South Division, Terry Porter Classic. have had some great games going on, and they've got some really good games going on today. Hey, uh, Ty, how you doing, pal? Doing good. How you been? Doing really well. Right now at uh, over at South Division, Milwaukee Hamilton's playing uh, Milwaukee Juno. At 11.30, Brown Deer and Milwaukee Marshall. At 1.15, Milwaukee Washington and Marquette. At 3 o'clock, Dominican and Homestead. 4.45, Milwaukee Madison and Brook Central. 6.30, see the number one team in the state, Sussex Hamilton, take on Milwaukee Bayview. And then the, the nightcap's going to be a big game. Milwaukee King against West Dallas Central. Hey, Ty, you got to be exhausted. This thing's been going on now a day and a half or something, right? Uh, yeah, we started Thursday right after school, so uh, the nights have been late and uh, getting here early. Uh, but things have been going well, so I'm all right. Yeah, how did uh, how did your team play? I see that you guys lost, but uh, you happy with the way they played? Uh, we learned a valuable lesson. Don't get down 19 in the first half because it's really hard to come back. Uh, we chased it back to three with like four minutes left, and then Tremper made free throws uh, down the stretch uh, to win the game. But uh, we have a lot of new guys, so we are, we're all right. Hey, uh, talk a little bit about uh, about this year's Terry Porter Classic. It, every year, you get really good games, good matchups, and, and a lot of teams want to come play in this uh, year after year. Is it has it gotten easier over the years to attract the teams that you want to come play? No, I don't think so. I, I think um, I think it might be a little bit more of a challenge. Uh, 
you know, there, um, there's other events that, that go on, uh, you know, coaches have to try to figure out what works best for them with, uh, scheduling and, uh, you know, opponents and time of the day that they're playing. And, you know, I say it every year when, when me and you talk about this, that, uh, an event like this can't happen. I'm very grateful to the coaches who say yes, that want to play in it. Um, cause you know, to have, you know, and I think the matchups here today are really, really good games that, uh, that can't happen unless coaches are willing to take on a tough team in a neutral environment where they're not guaranteed a home game out of it. Uh, they're going to play against somebody very good that might expose some weaknesses. Uh, but if you're a competitor, and, and uh, you, I think, again, just my personal opinion, if you're into it for the right reasons, you want to try to play against somebody that's pretty good early on to try to see where your team is at, figuring out your weaknesses. And early on here, you, you might take a loss in a tough game in an event like this so this stuff doesn't work unless coaches are willing to come play a tough team uh and find out where their team is at early on hey ty what's the cost to get in today six bucks you can stay here all day we don't do sessions so once you're in you're in and you can watch all the games so if you leave to go get a soda or you have to pick your your daughter up and take her home and come back do you pay another six and you don't clear the no, gym after three games and no you don't just you get your hand stamped, keep your ticket, and you're able to come back in. There you go. Hey, Ty, thank you so much. I appreciate you jumping on with us again. If you want to see some really good high school basketball, get over to South Division today. It costs you 6 bucks to get in. It's like a rounding error. 6 bucks to get in. <laughs> and, uh, look, I saw Brown Deer play last week, and they looked really good. I'd love to see them play. Well, you know what you're going to get. Milwaukee, Washington is going to get after it. They play a good Marquette team. Dominican, Homestead. You can uh, watch Jimmy guys on the sidelines. That's worth six bucks right there, no doubt. And and Giannis is supposed to be here today, so people have already been all hyped up over that. Well, there you go. That, that six bucks to uh, to go in and 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 stare at uh, the MVP for the <laughs> NBA. That's not bad at all. I'd raise my rate if I were you for that Dominican game. And uh, we're good with six bucks. People complain about that, so. We'll keep it at six. Oh, man. Ty, thank you very much, and I'll uh, promote this uh, throughout the show. Appreciate it. Have a good one, Mike. We'll talk to you. You bet. Thank you. Now joined in studio again, the head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial, and uh, they're one and one uh, Got a good win first uh, first game out and uh, took one on the chin last night against Kettle Moraine. Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me in. I appreciate it. Yeah, your voice a little scratchy? <clears throat> yeah, a little bit. A little huh? bit. Hey, how many football players or basketball players? How many guys are multi-sport from from this team? Uh, we got what? Koldakovich, Luke Fox, Dan Feinart, Chris Stringfellow, Sam Shanley. We've got about six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. How long does it take? They won a state championship in Division Four. I know this that every team and every coach that I know that was in Division Four when they dropped out of three to four took the air right out of the room man they, they definitely were not took happy. the air right out of the room how long does it take these guys to get their basketball legs you know i think it varies from player to player um but you know we we just we want to be careful on how how fast we rush them into things and making sure that you know um their bodies are adjusting you know basketball is is a change of pace type game and you know um, the possessions, you know, are, are longer and it's, there's not, you know, 30 seconds between every snap. And right. So it, it's just different. Um, but so it's hard to say, you know, but, uh, you know, a month, a month and a half. I mean, yeah. just, you know, and obviously 
you know, we like to give them a week or even longer off before they even start practice. So, you know, they're behind the eight ball, but, you know, they, they've been great. They've been engaged. They've been in practice, you know, and, um, you know, Luke just asked me the other day, you know, what can we be doing? Can we, you know, ride the bike to make sure we're staying in shape? And, you know, they're beat up a little bit, a couple of them. Um, ben Kryal is the only one healthy besides Dan Feinart um, and Shanley. He, he's healthy as well, but um, it just varies player by player. And, you know, we want to make sure long term, you know, these guys are, you know, we, you know, obviously Fox going to Duke for baseball. And, and Doc is, you know, going to Wisconsin to play football and Kryle for, you know, Purdue to play football. So, you know, that's that's their future. Yeah, uh, while you bet. We, while we want them, you know, on the court, we just want to make sure that they're healthy and that long-term health is very, very important. So I was on the – I do the uh, Thursday Night Lights high school football game of the week. I'm the sideline reporter. They can't afford a good-looking girl, so they get all this is what I tell people. <laughs> and I interviewed Luke Fox. And he gave me about three words of nine questions I gave him. And he's sitting on the couch. He better give me more today. He's got to give you more. He's, I challenged him. If, if not, I'm going to just start talking North you know, North Carolina basketball <laughs> and baseball and how they're going to whoop Duke and all that stuff. I'll get him talking. Yeah, you'll get him riled up I will get – well, I, the guy I don't want to get is the guy right behind you. I don't think I want to get that boy behind you riled up. He scares me a little bit. Yeah, he's going to Wisconsin? He is, yep. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. – the quarter, the pretty boy, the kicker and the quarterback. I don't mind riling him up a little bit. <laughs> hey, Coach, how long have you been uh, the head basketball coach at Memorial? So this is my second year. Yep. Yep, that's my second year. Um, you know, we're, we're very excited to get this campaign going. Like you said, we took one on the chin last night to a good Kettle Moraine team, and um, they, they're they very well coached. Brad Bester, I mean, that's where he gave me my first high school coaching experience. I was the JV head coach and varsity assistant there. So uh, I know he's, you know, consistently doing good things there, and, you know, we'll, we'll get better, you know, one-on-one, and, one and we'll we got practice later today. We'll get back on the hardwood and see where we can go from here. You know, Coach, I always think that, uh, and, and I've been doing this a lot, I coached 36 years, and I'm now retired, and it's been a really weird 10 days for me. You know, two, I guess almost two weeks now. Um, I've gone to more basketball games than I've ever gone because I made a lot of promises to people. You know, I'd, I'd come see your son play, but I'm coaching. Can't do it. I would love to see your nephew play, but I'm coaching. Well, the phone starts ringing. Hey, remember when you said, so I've been out to a bunch of games and I, I noticed your team last year because I always notice teams that are playing the, their best basketball at the end of the year because I think those are the, the, the best coach teams. I always think, look, teams can get hot in, in, in the middle or the beginning, but if they're not playing well at the end, then I question, okay, do, do you want to – Pull back a little bit on your time. Do you want to make sure you're not putting everything in the beginning so it can stay fresh? So a lot of things that I've learned over the years. But one thing I did, I, I, I truly believe is teams that are well-coached are playing their best basketball at the end. And last year, you guys played your best basketball down the stretch, correct? Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think we were. I mean, you know, <clears throat> we as a new coaching staff come in, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, we have an expectation and a, and a standard in which the way we want to play. And it takes a while for us to, one, build relationships with those kids, you know, being a new coaching staff. And I think that's very important. And then also, you know, setting that expectation of how you want to play and what you want to do on the offensive side, on the defensive side. Um, and I think by the end of the year, they got a really good grasp of what we were looking for. Um, and we obviously knocked off, you know, we came in as a six seed, knocked off the three seed Greenfield. Yep. Uh, at their place and and then you know ran into a juggernaut Pewaukee's very good they'll be good for years to come yes they uh, will very, you know a lot of talent there very well coached by Brick Kemper and 
So, um, but we're excited. I mean, I think we have a very, very good chance of being very good this year. Um, we just need to get healthy and, and just continue to you, have some great practice. Coach, your conference, and, and I've said this for years, it is the best football conference in the state of Wisconsin, hands down. And I get some pushback up in the Valley from the boys at Camberley and that Bay Park. I get pushback from that. But, I, look, you can't tell me it's not the best football conference. And so because I talk about that so much during football season, I don't know if your conference gets enough respect basketball-wise. There's some really good players and some really fine coaches in this conference. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, night in and night out, and we talk to the guys about this all the time. No matter who we're going to play, it's going to be a grind. And we've got to come ready. And, and as coaches, we got to make sure they're prepared and knowing, you know, the personnel and our scouting reports. I mean, it doesn't matter who you're playing night in and night out. They're going to bring it. And that's fun. It's, it's a very competitive conference. And, you know, I, I myself would put us up against anyone in the state, conference to conference. Well, I know, I know this, that there's some, some good athletes and good basketball players. And, these, and, it, and the conference gets better as it goes down the stretch because a lot of these kids are multi-sport athletes. You know, you look at, at, I know that the boys on the couch don't want me talking Muskego football, but they've won back-to-back state championships. Some of those kids are, are, you know, their basketball program will get better because those kids' basketball legs will come. McGuanago, same thing. You know, that fact, were you at that that game where Calvin Mora football played McGuanago? Uh, I was, yes. Yeah. That that play right before half. Yeah. That Yeah, I'll tell you what. That, that that took the wind out of those boys at McGuanago yeah, bad. Definitely, I, that, being yeah. a, you know, obviously I lived in McGuan or I live near McGuanago, and I was in the yes, McGuanago yep. district. And I talked to a lot of people about that. That definitely took their the winds out of their sail. Yeah, and Fox over there on the couch is you know he's giving me the fist and the pump. He just made the, the he made the easy throw. The kid coming over the middle who was going to get lit up, and he got lit up. Had to catch it and make a perfect pitch on that thing. And and in typical Bill Young fashion. When I talked to him about it, he said, hey, that, my assistants made that call. They worked it. I, I was as surprised as you were, and I don't believe him for a minute. i got to be honest with you. We're going to get a chance to talk to these three student-athletes that are sitting. I'm going to put you on the couch for the next segment, and then I'm going to have you come back because I want to talk about this team. I want to get your background. And then in, at, at 1030, that segment, I want to get your – when you walked into Catholic Memorial, did you know what you were walking into? And let's talk about the transition from being an assistant coach to a head coach. And, and I want to talk about your staff as well. So we're gonna, we got a lot to do here today. we got a good show. Um, again, at 11 o'clock, Pat Miller, the head coach at UW-Whitewater, is coming on. Mark Miller, 11.15, to highlight uh, the WBY shootout. If you want to come see Catholic Memorial play, the team that I just retired coaching, Martin Luther, they're playing against each other. And at 11.45, we're, I'm going to ask these three student-athletes, they're going to give get some time to think about it, their favorite memory of playing sports at Catholic Memorial. What is it? It can't be as easy as getting a gold ball again up at Camp Randall. It's got to be. It might be, but it could be something else. And 11:45, we'll ask them that. In studio, talking Catholic Memorial basketball, second-year head coach Jerry McLaughlin is here, and uh, let's get to a break, and we'll talk to these uh, these three players. Who do we got? Luke Fox is with us. Who else? Cole Dakovich and Ty Hubley. All three of them are going to join us on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. A thrill of hope, the weary world 
Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Talking Catholic Memorial Basketball. The three student athletes in studio with us. Cole, pronounce your last name? Dokovich. There you go. Dokovich. Ty Hubley? Yep. Hubley. Hubley. There yep. you go. And Luke Fox. Luke, I'm going to start with you. Who's a better quarterback, you or your uncle? I'm just kidding. Do not answer that. I'm just, man, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm not going there. Congratulations on um, uh, on a state championship of football. Ty, did you play football as well? Um, no, I didn't. You did not. Yeah, I stopped after sophomore year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I bet Bill Young still is mad at you for that, but we won't go there at all. Um, Luke Cole, congratulations. Thank uh, you. I did not see when you walked in, and I talked to you, Luke, but you, uh, you're you out basketball for a few weeks. Uh, what'd you do? I fractured my radius on uh, Monday night. On your wrist, uh, you went up for a shot, got undercut, and came down. And yep. You play. Did you ever get hurt in football? No. Never got hurt in football. Because basketball is a man's sport. I get no, I'm just, look, you uh, you played a lot of football. Played quarterback. You kicked. You, yes, play, you played a little defense. No, they didn't let me. They didn't. Unfortunately. Did you want to play some? I day? did. I yeah, did. and never got hurt. Never got hurt. And uh, playing basketball, I'm sorry that you're out. That's a tough way to start your senior year, but I'm sure that uh, you'll be back ready to go right after the uh, couple weeks after the first of the year, mm-hmm. as the season starts getting interesting. You're ready to go, um, boys. Basketball, and, and I asked your coach, and 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 um, Ty, I'm going to get to you in a minute. Mm-hmm. But for Luke and Cole, how long does it take you to get your basketball legs? I mean, I'd say probably two or three weeks. Yeah? It's just totally different, right? I mean, you're used to one way, and all of a sudden now you got to get into a gym, and you and it's just a different, a whole different being in basketball shape to football shape. Um, that's for sure. Have you played basketball all the way through? I have. You yeah. have? Yeah. Since, did you play, and you grew up in Waukesha? Yeah. yeah. Did, did, so you played the youth programs out there? And then played in the high school as a freshman. Did you play freshman ball in JV, JV, or did you move? Yeah, so uh, I grew up in the KM district. Okay. So I played their sports all the way up until high school. And then I've been on varsity since freshman year. You have? Yeah. Congratulations making the decision to go to Wisconsin. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate what, what position do you, do you expe- are you expected to play there? Tight end. Boy, they've had a, a line of really good tight ends there. Do you think they have any chance to keep it close here tonight? Oh, of course they do. I hope they do. I, I really do, because I'd love to see them get to the Rose Bowl. And nobody listens to Jeff when it comes to sports other than NASCAR, so don't worry about worry about that. Luke, your decision to go to Duke to play baseball. Yes, sir. Let's talk about it. You, you know what? There are a lot of people that were saying, man, he could play at a high level on the football field as well. Um, you pick b- baseball your favorite sport? Yeah. yeah, it's always been my first love. Yeah, and you're a pitcher? Yes, you throw a little outfielder. bit, an outfielder. Yep. Where do you where are you expecting both at, at Duke? Yep, sir. Two way. Yeah, good for you getting in there. At uh, the the general manager here at Intercom, um, he's been here probably Chuck Sullivan six seven years something like that. He walked in and he he had a meeting and it was a full company meeting, and he got up. He said, "Y'all, there's only one four letter word you're not allowed to say in this this building. Don't say Duke. I don't like Duke." He is a Tar Heel through and through, Matt. Mm-hmm. From North Carolina, he said, if you have a dog named Duke, get rid of it. If your boyfriend's Duke, get rid of him. <laughs> you know what? If your nickname's Duke, you're fired. Matt, he's so he, – hopefully he doesn't come in today because if he comes in, I'm going to have to introduce you as a Dukey, and he's not going to like that at all. Hey, let's talk about this year's basketball team, Ty. Um, 
there's some expectations mm-hmm. that, you know, as the, the year gets going, that you guys will be pretty competitive in this conference. You feel pretty good about where this team's going to be? Oh, yeah, for sure. We finally have some um, good leadership. I yeah. think we can, especially with the football players, they're just, like, born to be leaders, all four of them, Cole, Ben, Luke. They're all just – they just have this mentality of being a leader. So I think they're going to help us from the football guys. So I think, yeah. we'll, I think I'm excited. Ty, let me ask you this because it, it, as, a, as a basketball coach – I loved when the team I was coaching, all of a sudden it became they expected to win. This this fo- These football guys, mm-hmm. when they get to the field, they're not hoping to win. Mm-hmm. They fully expect they're going to win. Oh, yeah. They're Catholic totally. more. This is what we do. Can they carry that over to the basketball court? Oh, yeah, I think so. They, Like I said, they just have this mentality when they step on the floor that is so competitive. So, yeah, I think they can easily carry it over, actually. Boy, that's... You know, that's a whole different, uh, Cole, that's a whole different mindset. You know, I, I watched you guys, the, the way you warm up in football with a swagger. You know what? Mm-hmm. You, you, this is who we are and this is what we do. Now, you lost a couple this year, so idiots like me were like, hey, maybe it's a down year. Well, guess what? Not so much. Um, the one was, what happened on that Kettle Moraine one, do you think? We just came in too cocky. Yeah. For that, sure. I wondered that because mm-hmm. in that conference, I mean, you can't. And and same on basketball, you can't. You can't just go look. We're going to whoop everybody, or we're we're going to be just fine. So I think it's important that that in that conference you understand that. Um, Luke, when when you talk about the basketball program at Catholic Memorial, it's been kind of up and down a little bit. You know, I remember up at the Cold Center. I was at Dominican at the time. Um, when Catholic Memorial, I think, won their last basketball state championship. And, oh, the kid, the lefty, I man, I should remember. T.J. Bray. Yeah, T.J. Bray put a bucket in to, to, to win it. And Catholic Memorial was in the conversation a lot back then when Whistle was around. And um, it's fallen a little bit on, on harder times. That's why Jeremy has come in and, and going to, you know, resurrect this this program do you feel like you're in the beginning of something that's going to be when after you leave two, three years from now, going to be back where it belongs? I do, for sure. Um, Coach McLaughlin's come in, um, and he's really tried to just create a whole new atmosphere around Catholic Memorial basketball, and I think he's really done a great job of getting that started, and I think it's just going to keep getting better from here. Look, you um, not a lot of choice where you're going to high school, right? I mean, yeah. Catholic Memorial and the Fox sure. family, it's – it, yeah. And it's great success. I mean, there's there's been a love affair with your family in this school for a long time, and vice versa. I had Coach Young in for the first time. He he came in the studio, and I handled this thing correctly. I asked him before the season started, and I asked him to bring his daughter with him. And he was like, are you kidding me? You jerk. Yeah, I'll come in. And so they came in together, and we had your uncle on. Yeah, I listened to it. You did. And you know what? And When we went to a break, he said, look, you have to understand that's – Part of what I feel makes Catholic Memorial great is that we have families that have been fully invested in what we do and the mission of what Catholic Memorial stands for, not only just in the sports program, but overall, and the Fox family is one of them. And so I, I think that's pretty cool. You, I'm sure you grew up as a little kid going to those games. I did. And you've everything you have are those colors, right? Yeah. And literally everything you have has Catholic Memorial colors on it. Ty, what position do you play? Um, I'll play like shooting guard. Yeah. Can you shoot a little bit? What? Yeah, I can shoot a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You like the offense? You getting the ball enough? What? Because oh, yeah. I could talk, no. man. I can make sure Cole 
You know, you go to the post, you want you want to post a repost, right? Oh, yeah. You go to the post, kick it back out to him sometimes. He was uh-huh. telling me during the break, he said, tell Cole to pass me the ball more. We can arrange that. He never that. said one word to me. I'm just kidding over there. You've always been a shooting guard? Um, that always been kind of your deal? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Did you play freshman ball as a freshman in JV, or did you move? Um, no, I just yeah, I just played freshman and sophomore. I didn't really take basketball seriously. I was kind of just playing just to almost not fit in, but like just like. Yeah, it's just something that, to then do. Like, yeah, sophomore after sophomore year, I kind of just wanted to change things up and make a name for myself a little bit. You got in the gym, got in the weight room a yeah, little exactly. bit. Yeah, exactly. You yep. put a little sweat equity into the program. Yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah, yeah good yeah. for you. I'm glad Thank that you. I'm glad that you uh, that you took it seriously. I can tell you guys this: that after 36 years coaching, we won a state championship last year at Catholic or at Greendale Martin Luther, and so I stepped away. And I'm 36 years. I think is enough. I go to retire, and and uh, the first two weeks have been hard, man. You know, I'm pacing in the house. My wife's like, sit down. I'm like, I feel like I should be someplace. Where am I supposed to be? I'm supposed to be doing something. Um, they won. Uh, Greendale Martin Luther is 2-0. They beat Whitefish Bay the other night. They're down 16 with 14 to go and came back and beat them in overtime and then beat Golden Meyer by about 30 last night. So it'll be a good game out at, uh, out at the WBY shootout. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Luke, I want you to stick around for this segment um, Cole, I'm going to put you and Ty on, on the couch, and I want you guys to start thinking about that 1145 segment. We're going to kick your coach out of here, and we're going to talk to you about your favorite memories of being at Catholic Memorial. And if it's sports-related, that's great. And if it's not, it's okay. Hey, I had a teacher in chemistry that, that we did great things in that class. If that's what it is, I'd like to hear about that. Um, but, Luke, there's a specific reason why I'm going to keep you to the next segment. Let's, uh, let's get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Mike McGiver alongside the head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial, Jeremy McLaughlin. Jeremy, when uh, I love doing the segment of the pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, and, and as coaches, we love smart basketball players. And Catholic Memorial has some smart kids, some kids that take care of their business in the, ca- in the classroom because that's kind of what they're expected to do at a place like Catholic Memorial. Absolutely. I mean, we preach that all the time. You know, just this actually, just this past week, we asked, um, you know, to for the kids to go to their teachers and get their grades just for a grade checkup. And we're preaching that you've got to make sure that you're taking care of business in the classroom before you take care of business on the court. Um, and we are blessed, especially at the varsity level, with kids that do take care of business in the classroom, and, and they're just high-character kids, and, um, you know, we're we're blessed to have that. Hey, let's, uh, let's talk about our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week, brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Hey, coaches, is, is it a little bit weird how how Luke Fox and I are just like twins? Young, good-looking, smart, good baseball player. It's, it's kind of uncanny, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. There's so, there's so many yeah, similarities, this, Mike. This, this kid, this kid he, does, he might not know he's got the world right now, 
but he has, he's got the world a little bit. Our pick and save student athlete of the week, he is uh, Luke Fox, um, starting quarterback and kicker for the football team, going to participate once he gets healthy on the basketball floor. Um, Luke, we, we love highlighting, promoting, celebrating kids that take care of their business in the classroom, in the community, and certainly on the field, in the court. And uh, we're proud to announce you as our, our pick and save student athlete of the week. Um, I love asking this staple question to all all the young student athletes because it changes every time I ask it. But your motivation for being such a good student athlete, where did, where did that come from? I think it's got to start with my parents. You know, they really they set a high bar for me, um, and that just led for me setting a high bar for myself. I take a lot of pride in what I do. Um, I'm really proud uh, of the family I come from, of the school I play for and go to, you know, academically. Um, and I take a lot of pride in what I do, and I try to be the best I can. You know, you, you have a great future ahead of you. You know, look, you're going to Duke. Um, Cole's going to Wisconsin. You know, and, and, and I didn't ask Ty what he's going to be doing next year, but I will when he gets back up on the mic. But he's somebody who is his all set where they're going to college, a lot of guys would now say, okay, I'm done with high school. I want to get there. That's, I, I want to get there quick. It doesn't seem to me like you're that guy. Like you're going to miss Catholic Memorial. I will. I will a lot. I love it here. It's been, it's been a it's been a good fit for you. Did you know? And, and again, it was someplace that you were going to have to go because it's a family school. Um, there was never second thoughts. Like, man, what if I wanted to go here? or wanted to go there. Would that be? Is that an opportunity for me? Or it was someplace that you couldn't wait to get to couldn't wait to go there you know I'd been around the junior sports programs I've been around kid, other kids who are going there now um, and I loved every bit of it and I couldn't wait to get there and always been a multi-sport athlete baseball basketball always. football always um, and baseball is the one that if, if Duke if a if football coach at Duke said look I, you know you can play multiple sports here if he came to you and said you want to just come and throw it with us a little bit or kick it with us because you kick it pretty well what would your – has anybody broached that? I actually brought it up to the baseball coaches. Oh, I bet. He, half a joke, half serious, and he just said no and then laughed it off. So I don't know if that's really in the picture. but Yeah. You'll, you'll miss football. You'll miss basketball. But baseball is is uh, is your sport. Do you have any idea what you want to go into? And, and you can change it three times before you get to the car. That you're at that yeah. age that you can do that. You can – you can literally the next segment go, hey, I changed my mind. I want to do this. Do you have an idea what you want to do? Uh, something along the lines of pre-med. I think probably biology, something like that. Um, you know, I'd be a fourth-generation surgeon if that's where I decide to go with my life. And so I'd take a lot of pride in that, too. Your mom and dad listening right now, you think? I hope so. Yeah, what are their names? Uh, Char and uh -huh. Chris. So Char and Chris. You know, I always wanted to know what my kid was like when he couldn't smell my cologne. Right? <laughs> I'm not in the corner. I'm not around the corner. I'm not in the same room. You guys did well. You did really well, and you know that. But he, he, I want you to tell you that he walked in, and I've been able to fool around with him a little bit. He didn't talk to me enough on the sidelines. He's one of the pretty boys. He's laughing. He shook my hand, looked me right in the eye, and said thank you when they came in. And you guys should be really proud. You're going to miss him when he goes to goes off to to college. But it sounds to me like he's a kid who's going to want to come home and hang out with you guys a little bit and get back up to Catholic Memorial and give back to that school as much as they, they have given him. Jeremy, um, 
These are the kind of kids that that we build programs around. These kids that you brought in today, and you're going to be able to say ten years from now, five years from now, when you're bringing the the, the gold ball home. Look, this is the group that it started with, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you talked about it. Is this the character and the families that these kids come from? It's it's just bigger than the game of basketball. And uh, it just allows us to have a great foundation to build from. And, and we're excited. I mean, we were very excited yet, you know, last year when we got the job. And we're excited, you know, this year to, to be able to to have this senior class and, uh, you know, do some good things. But no matter what we do on the court, we can look at these kids and know that they're high character kids. And, and they did everything they could to uh, to give us success on the floor. Hey, does your father-in-law come to basketball games? Yeah, Mr. Janicki. He yeah, was there last night. Yeah, he, uh, he was one of my basketball coaches. Yeah, yep, absolutely. He didn't. He didn't let me shoot enough. That's what I think. I was just <laughs> kidding. He. Uh, I'm sure that you guys talk. I, this is a good term, and I think that you know it is. But when I talk to people about you, do you know the term that they use? Gym rat. They use they use that term when it comes to you. That man, that guy's a gym rat. He's in a gym all the time, and he's either doing clinics or he's coaching AAU basketball. He's coaching youth basketball. He's coaching, in in a really positive term. They use that with you. Have you always been a gym rat? Yeah, I always have. I mean, I started playing basketball when I was five years old, and you know, I truly believe that um, that basketball is the reason that where the reason I am where I am today. Whether sure. it's you know, I had some great coaches along the way that paved the path for me. Um, to, to hopefully be you know as good as them one day, um, but more more importantly is to be able to impact uh, you know the kids that I have behind me and to the right of me and um, just to have a small impact you know and because I know they had a large impact on my life and if I can just give back in a small way that that's you know that's really what I want to do. It's the difference between year one as a head coach in a program and year two is night and day. Right, very much so. I mean, all of a sudden now you have kind of a template. Yeah, you, you understand it. I'm sure. Last year, a week before practice, you weren't sleeping. A week before that first practice, you were trying to figure it out. And I'm sure this year, though, you, you know, you're, you're still really pumped up, ready to go. But the, the amount of mistakes that I'm sure that you learned from how you did it last year to what you're doing this year just night and day, right? Yeah, no, you're 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 spot on, and I, I'm sure I drove my AD nuts on on the questions that I asked. He's you know, a good man. Yeah, I like. Oh, I do. Yeah, I, Bergen is a great yeah, guy. I yeah. I like him. He yeah. uh yeah he makes me laugh, and he is you want know, to talk about a guy that you've cut his vein. He's bleeding, uh, you know, blue and gold. He's he's bleeding oh, yeah. Catholic memorial colors, man. Yeah. So yeah, I but I asked him a lot of questions, and he you know he's always been very supportive, and you know, but like you said, we have a template. We we have an identity. You know, we got the job last year on July 15th, very late. Really late. You know, so now we have an identity and, you know, we're starting to put that in and we started to put that in early. And so, um, you know, we may take our lumps early, but, you know, we'll uh, uh, we'll be playing our best basketball when it counts. Hey, do you know some of the people that are listening right now? Boys, you know what they when they heard you say, hey, I got I got the job late. And I said really late. Some of these public school coaches are going, oh, I guess they didn't have time to recruit. Now, look, I've been a private school coach all the time, and I'll have that discussion with anybody that wants to have it with me. Right? Well, you recruit. I, I can tell you a quick story. I used to, uh, when my son was in grade school, so it's a long time ago, There, he was in sixth grade and, and or seventh grade. There's a kid named Kwame Mitchell who, for some reason, he was at Resurrection Catholic Academy, and he always played the game after my son who went to St. Margaret Mary. And so I would see my son play, and I'd sit and watch Kwame. And Jimmy Guys was coaching at King City right next to me. And guys would walk up, and I'm at Dominican at that time. 
And they'd go, you're recruiting. I go, what? They go, you're, you're trying to recruit Kwame Mitchell. And I go, what's he doing? Oh, he's watching. And guys would laugh. He'd go, man, are you kidding me? I'm recruiting him like crazy. I want him coming to King. And so that's kind of what, and when you talk about Catholic Memorial, especially on the football side, I get that a lot. You talk to these three guys, they they go there for a number of reasons. One, because it's a really good, strong guy. Fox is going there no matter. He's, they were, Char and Chris are making him go there. These other guys, because of the, the, the academics and because of the success the athletic programs have had, it draws kids to want to go there. Absolutely. It's just a great school. I mean, it's just great kids all around. I mean, the resources, the small class sizes that they have and the, the access to the teachers. I mean, it's just a great school all around. So, you know, the recruiting aspect from a basketball standpoint with me is, you know, the more success we have, uh, players will want to play. Right. They'll want to play for us and we'll get them in the junior program early. But, you know, that's it's a little bit different for me coming from Bloomington, Indiana, where there's two high schools, Bloomington South, Bloomington North. Yeah. And we did not like each other. You know, and there were, you know, it's whoever you had in your program, you went with. So, you know, I'm old school like that. So I'd like to think that the job that myself and my co- my great coaching staff does uh, will lend itself to that recruiting. Uh, and well, we don't go out and look at players. You know, and, and I'll tell you one one other story, and it has to do with Catholic Memorial played Seymour in that up at Cold Center when T.J. Bray hit that shot. I'm at Dominican. We win a state championship as well, and I have my wife and kids with me, and we go back to the hotel. And a woman from Seymour, Seymour Sweatshirt, came in, and and, uh, she was not happy with Catholic Memorial. And then she said to me, hey, how how do those kids get in at Dominican? I said, what do you mean? I knew exactly what she meant. She said, "How, how do they get in? I said, well, they apply, and they, well, who pays for them? I go, they pay for it. What are you talking about? And she was saying this because of the racial makeup of my team. And I said, and my wife was looking at me. Luke, she was looking at me like, don't, don't. Just let it go. Let it go. And I can't. I'm 100% Irish. Can't let it go. And I said, hey, here's the deal. Go back to Seymour and milk those cows and get the eggs from the chickens and don't come to Milwaukee. You're not welcome. And she goes, well, I never. And I said, not my fault. Talk to your husband now, because I'm not going there. And so my wife was like, why did you do that? She was so <laughs> mad at T.J. Bray hitting that shot that she was just like a nutcase in the hallway of, of this hotel when I should be celebrating. But it was all about you guys recruit, Catholic Memorial recruits. Well, you know what? You get families to pay 15, 14, 15 grand, whatever it is at Catholic Memorial or at Dominican or Martin Luther, and then fully expect that, you know what, I'm sending my son or daughter to a place that, that has a faith base to their education and they're going to hold these kids accountable. You know what, I, that's what we did. I'd, I'd pay that tuition because, well, you've met my son, you've met my daughter-in-law, and thank goodness for your wife taking care of little Liam, <laughs> Liam Michael McGivern. Fox, that's a, that kid's going to get either beat up a lot or he's going to beat up a lot of kids with a name like that. You know that. <laughs> hey, next week, you and I, I, I hopefully Shar and Chris can make it. Hopefully some of your teammates, your coaching staff, if it's just you and I, no problem. Your local pick-and-save store is a beautiful plaque for you. And we're going to meet. We're going to get some pictures taken with uh, whoever can show, and it goes up on our website, on their Facebook page, and we celebrate you as our pick-and-save student athlete of the week. So congratulations on that. It's an honor. You bet. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hark the herald angels sing.
Well, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You know, when I uh, ask coaches for their pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, Jeremy, it's, and, and with, alongside you, it's hard because there's a lot of good student-athletes on your roster, and you're kind of like, man, I, I, you know, I can pick a lot of them because there, a lot of them are taking care of their business. One of the other things that I ask is get me somebody who's a good ambassador for you, your program, your school, your community. I, I don't know if you can get a better one than that young man, right? I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, he, he just uh, – he, he just – like yeah, I, I use the char- word character Yeah, do you, do you think he feels a lot of pressure? I should have asked him that. Yeah, being from that family, being – you know, there's a lot of pressure. I didn't have any of that kind of pressure. None of the McGivers were that good looking or that good of an athlete or that good of a student. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, and I don't want to bring back the pretty boy thing, but if it fits, I might as well use it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I wonder if he, he he feels a lot of pressure with some of that stuff. You know, I, I don't I don't think he does. I think he takes it in stride. I don't think his family puts any pressure on him. I mean, I think he's created his own identity, um, you know, whether it be on the baseball field uh, or on the baseball diamond, on the football field, or on the basketball court, in the classroom. I mean, I who, think he's created his own identity. Who do you think uh, makes more noise in the stands, Shar or Chris? Boy, it's tough. They're both very quiet. I'm going to go with Shar. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's shaking his head yes back yeah, there. Yeah. 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 I, I'm hoping to meet her. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they can make it to the pick and save. Um, when, when, when you guys, when he's available, you guys get done practice. I'm not coaching, so I'm. Pretty much available any night. It seems like to me. You got to come into one of our practices. We'll take you. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. You know what? I, my wife would be like, man. I, I told this story last uh, last show a few weeks ago, uh, right near the end of summer. It was a beautiful Sunday night, and I just said, Terry, I'm gonna park my car and drove around the corner. There's a playground around the corner. There's a mom with her son, about an eighth grade kid, and she's rebounding for him. And I brought my car right up on the playground and said, Can I put your kid through some drills? And she's like. Are you a coach? I go, yeah. She goes, of course. I said, but I want you to watch. And I want you to watch what I do, and then you can do it. Absolutely. So we go elbow to elbow. We go pump fake. You know, I, I straightened out his shot. His the shot came down wet all the time. He, it was so high. He was a good athlete. And 45 minutes later, I was just going to park my car, and my, I missed four calls from my wife. And I walk in, and I'm sweating. Uh, She's like, where have you been? <laughs> I said, I was on the playground putting a kid through some drills. She's like, you're not really retired. I said, baby, I needed a fix, man. Yeah. I just needed a little fix. <laughs> Once a coach, yeah, always a coach. Oh, I'm telling you. Speaking of coaches, that's that's a good segue. Can we talk about your staff? You know, that last segment, you talked about getting that job kind of late. And was it easy to put together a staff? Was it hard? Can we talk about the guys that are sitting with you and running with you? It was easier than it probably should have been. My first call was to um, varsity assistant Zach Chanel. Um, I coached him. Uh, at the JV level at Kettle Moraine. Uh, I've just always held him in high regard. He knows the game. He lives the game. Um, He loves it. Uh, He's a gym rat with me. Um, And so he was my first call, and and he didn't hesitate. He was actually coaching with me uh, at the time, uh, the McGuanagall Youth Program. So it was a pretty easy transition. Second, um, who's doing JV, Uh, freshman? JV head coach, uh, Dan Kelm. Uh, also coached him uh, when I was the varsity assistant at Kettle Moraine with Brad Bester. Um, so, you know, him. And then our another varsity assistant is Wes Ladwig, 
who was with the New Berlin West program. He actually was a youth director. Yep. Um, you know, he's... Okay, no West. He was, yeah. he was in here with us last year. Yeah, yep. there, there you go. Yeah, yep. but it's just a great staff all around. we got Ryan Mills as our freshman head coach who's been around the game. Uh, he he's, uh, went to Catholic Memorial. I think he's been coaching for 13, 14 years. Really good with the kids. And then uh, to round it out, we got our JV assistant, Dave Zeller. And these guys are just, they're great guys. They build relationships with these kids, which we stress all the time. You know, it's just very important. You know, I, um, I, I've been both head coach and assistant coach tonight, and I believe I was a better assistant coach than I was a head coach for a number of reasons. But one of the reasons is I would still throw myself in front of a bus for Coach Wallerstein. I think as an assistant coach, your number one job is to be 100% loyal to the head cock. I don't want his job. I'm not going after his job. I, I, we can yell and scream in the coach's office, but once that door opens up, it's, it's your program. These guys that you're talking about, that's the kind of assistant coaches they are? They are, and they're not yes-men. That's you know, important. And that is very important to me. I mean, they, they will call me out. They will challenge me. And that only that not only makes our team better collectively, that, that makes me a better coach. They see things from a different lens, and, and that helps us. I mean, it yeah. helps us get to the next level. You know, I never invented anything. Right, I steal. I right. steal everything. Yes, you know, exactly. going to coaches' yes. clinics, and I'll tweak it and stuff like that. Where, where did all of what you run and who you've become as a coach? Where did, where did it develop, and 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 how did you get to to the point where you're at as comfortable as you are as a head coach? Where did all of that come from? Well, I'm start at a high level. Um, I watched Bob Knight, Robert Montgomery Knight. I mean, all the time. Uh, and I, Indiana I, boy, you better. Yeah, I mean, I, emotion you, office. You don't throw chairs or anything. No, right? I don't throw chairs. Uh, but I t- I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate. Guys and- behind you are like, <laughs> hold on a second. Remember practice, coach. Hold on a second. Yeah. But uh, it really started there, and just watching him and how he interacted with his kids, and you know, but also how he interacted with his kids behind the scenes. He cared about them. He cared about school, and then. You know, I had um, some really good AAU coaches. My high school coach was very tough on me, but rightly so. Um, And then, you know, I ended up finishing my career at Cardinal Stritch. And I had, so Rich Pinella. Oh, man. uh, God rest his soul. Yeah, I I coached Nicky Pinella. Little Nicky, but he's not little Nicky anymore. In Little League Baseball. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so he could pick it and throw it back then. I don't yeah. know what he's doing now, but <laughs> yeah. So him, uh, I always went into his office, and then John Fafel, who's obviously the women's coach. And I tell you what, wow. he's. I've had a lot of conversations with him, and um, you know, I never have too much pride to sit down with a coach, and I'm all ears and I'm listening. And then, probably one of the best coaches, one of the biggest influences, is a guy named Mike Schrage, who coached at Duke. Coach Cooks knows him very well. He's now the head men's basketball coach at Elon University. I call him all the time. I text him. When he gets time, he reaches out to me. Um, and he just it's just little nuggets that I take from him, and, and he helps impact me not only as a coach but as a person yeah, as well. Yeah, speaking of Coach Cooks, you know, I'm hoping that he gets back in studio with me after the first of the year. And as soon as Luke Fox came on, he sent me a text that said, Go Duke. And now he's, he's giving me suggestions for Christmas music. May, I'm glad – that he can't <laughs> health wise, he had a little bit of a scare. Right. And he's getting better, but it's kind of I'm kind of happy he's not here right now because yeah. I get to play my music <laughs> well, and not some of the stuff that he's sending me. Which I, <laughs> you know, last week he sent me a text, but I never got it till I was off the air. But he said, "Look, I, you know, would you thank the listeners for their prayers?" And uh, don't forget, a great Christmas gift is his book I wrote. So you know what? He's still marketing, still selling the book, and if you're looking for a guest speaker. 
There's nobody better than David right. Cook. So um, we're praying for you, Coach. Yeah, we definitely are. Uh, there's no doubt, and I think he's getting better. And, and I'm looking forward to him sitting next to me after the Christmas music stops. Cause <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing my stuff up until then. Hey, when um, when you played, and you said, "Look, my high school coach was really rough on me, uh, rightfully so." Um, why? Can I ask why you said that? What kind of player were you back then? And the, what you learned from him, are you able to pass along to these guys? Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly wasn't a great student. I wasn't, you know, um, I, I, I didn't have the greatest upbringing. My grandparents, you know, raised me and uh, not an excuse, but I, I didn't make great choices all, all the time, you know, and he was there not only to uh, hold me accountable, but he was there to get me on the right path. And I'll never forget um they had an assistant coach named Doug Waltz, and he wrote me a letter before every game my junior and senior year. And it, and, and it was just all to do with life uh, and, and helping me continue to stay on the right path. And, um, you know, I still have some of those letters, and, and those things just mean the world to me. Um, and I know my coach, you know, you ask what kind of player I was. You know, I averaged about 15 and 7, um, and but I was a defensive stopper. I was always guarding, the, you know, the best player on the, on the floor, and, you know, I took pride in that. Um, but the experiences that I went through in high school shaped the man I am today, shaped the coach that I am today because of the choices, um, the, the, the not good choices in high school that I made, not drugs or alcohol, but just, just knucklehead choices. And, uh, it really shaped who I am and the coach I am today. Well, I'll tell you what, that's, uh, as coaches to hear that, you know, we do have quite a, quite an impact sometimes on some of these kids' lives and, and I hope that some of these younger coaches are just getting involved in this. Understand what you say matters sometimes. It really does. It really does. So let's get to a break. On the side of the break, Pat Miller is going to join us, head basketball coach at UW-Whitewater. Struggling a little bit uh, this year for him. And uh, we'll talk to him about this year's roster and, and uh, ask him uh, a couple of different uh, – a lot of times we'll talk staple drills, what you do on a daily basis and why, and we'll ask him for that. On the other side of the break, this is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside uh, the head basketball coach, Callie Memorial, joining us, Jeremy McLaughlin. We've got some student athletes, three of the basketball players from Catholic Memorial on the couch, and we're going to get to them in this hour and ask them their favorite memory of being a student athlete at Catholic Memorial. We'll get to that later. Right now, we're joined by the head basketball coach at UW-Whitewater. I, Jeremy, do we have to call him Hall of Fame member now? Is that Because he went to the Hall of Fame here recently. Oh, yeah. You've so, got to start with that. Hall of Fame member Pat Miller. Coach, how you doing today, sir? 
I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Hey, I mean, we can just say Coach Pat Miller. We don't have to do the whole Hall of Fame. There's no music I have to play just to get you to come on the show anymore, right? I, I, I would prefer that. You yeah, I know, I know you. I know you. And you, all the same to you. You hate that kind of stuff. Hey, it was good to see you at our golf outing. I really appreciate you coming out playing golf with us. Uh, it's for a really good cause. And did you hit the ball pretty well that day? Yeah, we had a good group. We always have a good time. We've had the same group for about four years now. And uh, as you said, it's a great event. Um, a lot of great people there. Always a lot of fun to play in that. Hey, Coach, uh, we're going to talk about this year a little bit. Uh, I did not come out of the blocks the way that you had hoped. But before we get to that, I love talking to coaches here in the state of Wisconsin, and you know this, that, that give our boys a chance to play at the next level. And when you look at your roster, it's about 90% of kids from this state of Wisconsin. And it might even be a little bit higher. There's a couple of kids from the Chicago area. But, man, it is from Riverside, uh, La Crosse Central, um, Edgerton. It is uh, Milwaukee, Hamilton, Nicolay, Janesville, Craig, Oak Creek, another Riverside kicking, Farland, Waukesha West, West Bend West, Green Bay Southwest. I, I can't thank you enough coach that you guys recruit the state of wisconsin for high, for for basketball players from our state to get a chance to play at whitewater and i just want to say thank you for doing that well i appreciate that and i mean it's really it's really a two-way street and i think sometimes when you're you're in the midst of something you don't appreciate it and i think people who have lived in the state grown up in the state they may not even realize how well coached and well-organized this, this state basketball apparatus is in the state of Wisconsin. And you look at our, our conference as a whole with Oshkosh winning the national championship last year, that, that's 13 national champions from the WIAC conference, which is I, I think is close to 30% of all national championships, which is it's just really an extraordinary feat. And, and many of our schools are, are loaded with Wisconsin kids, and, and they come to us well-coached and well-prepared. Um, it's really a benefit for us. So we're, we're fortunate to be in a, in a state that has so many great coaches and get kids prepared to play at the next level. Well, and, you know, we're joined by the head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial, and, and I was telling him a couple segments ago that, that outside of his bubble, and when people talk about him to me, they all use the word gym rat, that that's what he is. He's a gym rat. Now, he's from Indiana, but he's now a cheese head. He married a Wisconsin. He's married a Wisconsin girl. He's got no no choice but to be a cheesehead. But he's exactly the kind of coach at the high school level that you're talking about, putting a lot of sweat equity into this program at Catholic Memorial and trying to develop any of these kids that want to play basketball at the next level. He wants to develop, and he wants to get you a kid that's ready to play. Well, and I think there, there's been so many great models in the state with traditional programs where, where not only are the coaches gym rats and they do a good job once they get the kids at the high school level, but they've they created such great youth programs and, you know, they have specific curriculum for the different age levels. So the kids that will come through their program, you know, and a lot of them probably weren't good enough to play college eventually, but really good high school players understood how to play. Um, and, you know, that that's one dynamic that I think, unfortunately, is changing a little bit. Um, you know, the youth structure has changed considerably over the last 10 or 15 years. Uh, but I think that's part of it is, is kids are taught well from an early age and they come in with good fundamentals and know how to pass and know how to shoot and, and understand how to play. Hey, Coach, uh, let's talk a little bit about, about the beginning of this year. Um, been a little bit of a struggle uh, for you. You lost a couple of games in, in a row, and, and you're, today, in fact, you're, 
you're playing in in Michigan. Um, did did you did you think that it would be a tough start to the season, or are you a little bit surprised that maybe you guys didn't get off to a better start? You know, I'm I'm not surprised. Um, we all lost six seniors last year. That that all were experienced. So, um, you know, typically we absorb some of our newcomers with some experienced players. And this is probably the first time in my career at Whitewater. Um, one time when I was an assistant, we ran into this situation where we're just, we're playing a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores um, and all guys that are new to the program. You know, Riley Jensen from James O'Craig's our one um, starter who's who played significant minutes in his career. Uh, so it's just, you know, it's, it's challenges for different things like Equan Art. Uh, really good junior college players had a huge impact for us, but going from junior college to our level, there's an adjustment. The game for us is more technical, um, so there's a lot of things he has to learn. And then we have a lot of freshmen playing, and we're excited about them. We're we're confident they're going to be good players, but getting used to the physicality, um, again the technicality, and just making the adjustment to the speed of the game, they're all making progress. Um, but the other issue, we've played really good teams. We've uh, we played at August. Uh, we're, you know what? We're losing. Pat, I don't know if you can hear me. We're losing you uh, a little bit. Are you back? Hear you. Oh, there, there we go. I got you back, Pat. Sorry about that. We lost you for a minute. But you have played some really tough competition. Which is good, and I think that'll pay off for us in the long run. So, you know, it's it's we always talk a lot about process and you know, that process is easy to focus on when you're winning. It's been a little more challenging, but, but that's really where we have to be, this, that developmental process and continuing to get these better. Coach, when you took over at, at Whitewater, this is your 19th year as a head coach, which is, is amazing to me because I remember talking to you probably 15 years ago, and it was like you were kind of still the newest guy in that conference. And I did you ever expect – that that you would be now going into your 19th year at Whitewater when you when you started your journey there. You know, I, I the the great thing about Whitewater, and I and I knew this having played there, and is it, it's a it's a great community. It's a great area to live in. Uh, it's a job where you always have a chance to be successful at a national level. And in, in in my mind, I always thought if you know if I had opportunities that I thought were better, and I, I chose to move on, that would be great. But, but if I didn't, it was a great place to coach and a great place to live. So, you know, I, I was never one of those people chasing every job that opened up. Right. You know, my, my family's always been a big consideration. My wife and kids really like where we live. I have a lot of family in the Janesville, Madison area. So it, it's been a great spot for me. And, and, you know, I'm not entirely surprised that I, I spent my entire career there. Hey, Jeremy, as, as the head basketball coach over at Catholic Memorial, um, and and being from Indiana, you understand the strength behind Division Three basketball in the state of Wisconsin. And one thing that would bother me with kids when they would say, "Well, you know what? I'm a Division Two kid," and they would take a, you know, a partial scholarship of, you know, two grand or whatever to go to some school up upstate Minnesota where your parents can't come see you play, and they would drive past you know, four or five really quality basketball programs to get there in the state of Wisconsin. Do you, as a a head coach, explain to some of your boys, look, there's a chance if you want to continue playing basketball, this state, the state schools are, 
that's where you want to play. That's where you want to be. Do you, do you talk to them about that? Absolutely. Yeah, I have one right now that I have that discussion with, you know, about the level of play. And my thing, let's just go watch them play, and you will see, you know, like a whitewater. I mean, let's just let's get to a game, and you'll see the level of play, and that will change your perception very quickly. Uh, instead of worrying about what division, you know, just worry about going to get a good education, um, being coached up and having a great experience, doing what you love. It doesn't matter where or what level you're playing at. Right. Hey, Pat, can I ask you a quick question? I had a guy on a different show I do called Faith in the Zone, and I said to him, hey, look, I've coached a long time. You've coached a long time. Kids have really changed over the years, don't you think? And he said no. He said, I don't think they have. I think we've changed, Mike. You've gotten older. When I started my you know, coaching career, I was 26 years old. I was a Division One college football coach, and I was single, and I was cool. Now I'm married. I got three kids. All I'm going to do is get out of practice, go see my kids, I don't think they've changed. I think we've changed. And so I'm starting to rethink that that topic. And I'm wondering for a guy like you that's been at Whitewater for 19 years, your, your answer to that, if I were to say to you, have the kids changed over the years? Well, I think they have. And in, in not in dramatic or negative ways. It's just a, they've grown up with different things. And yeah, I think from a coaching perspective, I've had to change. Um, certainly the old school, in-your-face coaching methodology is, is not – effective anymore kids don't respond to that like they used to uh, and i'm sure you were coached like that i was coached like that yep. um and it, you, we we call them the, the like generation you know they, they need immediate affirmations whether it's instagram um twitter that that's they need that affirmation and and again it's not a negative situation but you know they're on their phones they're they're on instagram they're looking for that affirmation they want to post videos of this that and the other thing they love the big plays, the you know, and sometimes that's a challenge in coaching because they're more interested in, you know, hitting a game-winning three as opposed to what I would always advocate is get to the basket, draw a foul, you know, not as not going to get the big likes on Instagram but going to help you win games. So, you know, I, I think they are different. Uh, I think you have to approach them differently. But all in all, I think, you know, you're still working with kids. You're still trying to move them along, get them better. Um, whether it's academically, basketball-wise. So I think the challenges we have as coaches are the same, but we just have to go about it in a, in a different way. Hey, Coach, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Are you going to be at the WBY shootout at all this year? Yes, I will be there. Excellent. Sure. Well, I'll, um, I'll be there. In fact, we're going to be doing uh, two games uh, on the air that Saturday, and uh, I'll be there. I, I always hold back on some vacation time so I can go sit out there for by, by about midday on that third day, I'm a little bit burned out. But, boy, I can't wait to get to get out there. And, and good luck today. Four o'clock uh, tip-off. Who are you playing today? Uh, we're playing Elma College. Who, uh, they're playing well. They had a big win against Oshkosh last night. So, quick turnaround, so we'll have to be ready to go. Yeah, you bet. And then uh, back uh, back home to play in Beloit on, uh, on Wednesday. Well, you don't get a home game yet for a while here, Coach. It's uh, – well, I keep, I'm looking. It's going to be a while, huh? Not yeah, till January. Yeah, maybe after this start of the season, maybe it'll be easier for next year, but it's always a challenge to get games. Man, oh, man. January 11th is your next home game. Well, hey, I look, look. I'm retired now, so I may come out and uh, may reach out to you. I might come out and watch, uh, watch you guys play this year. I've not gotten a chance uh, to get up there very often, so I may try to get up and, and watch you guys play. Pat, thanks a lot. Safe travels to you and your team. If I don't talk to you, Merry Christmas to you and your family. All right, you too. Thanks for having me on. Good to talk to you guys. Good Thank luck, you. Coach. Hey, let's get to a break. Mark Miller, no relation. 
But Mark Miller uh, with Sports.net is going to join us. And, and what a great lineup they have for this year's WBY shootout. It, uh, it, uh, December 26th, 27th, 28th, it is the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. And uh, you guys are playing in that thing. That's exciting, right? Yeah, we're excited. This is the second year, and we got yep. uh, Mark Miller was generous generous enough to give us two games and uh you know we're definitely we're excited we got uh xavier and martin luther and so <laughs> it's uh we'll see what we can do i mean it's two good teams two very well coached teams and uh it'll be a challenge but we'll hopefully we're ready for it yeah that ten thirty starts tough yeah man. it is tough it is tough. That, it's yeah. tough yep. you know you got you got these football boys that want to get up that early <laughs> you know that that's for sure we'll get to a break talk to mark on the other side of the break this is the wendy's RC Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, come, oh, come, and Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. Mike McGivern alongside the head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial and three of his players. Some nice young men, coach, right here. And you're right, they're on their phone. That's the, you know, Pat Miller was right. Yeah. So am I, though. Yeah. So maybe, you know, that, that, that's the way we, uh, we operate. I am so happy and pleased to be a partner again, the media partner, the radio partner of, uh, of the WBY shootout, the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. As you know, because we've had this conversation, we're both huge fans of Mark Miller yes. and the work he does. And this three-day showcase tournament that he puts a lot of work and, and time and sweat in, and his family is all involved in. And I take vacation time. I hold back vacation time specifically to go out there and watch high school basketball. And it's run as well as anything that, that is run here in the state. And now with the addition of the Rick Majerus Foundation in the last couple of years, kids are getting scholarships getting t-shirts it's it's really up to the game and and i can't be i just i'm so pleased to be part of this again we're now joined by mark miller the wby shootout the rick majerus wby shootout december 26 27 28th at concordia university in mequon hey mark uh, merry christmas to you and your family how you doing doing well same to you mike thank you yeah thank you so much um boy the lineup i say this every year but there are some really really good matchups in this year's uh, three-day tournament, and you'll see me about, you know, for sure I'll be there that first day at 1030 for that big Catholic Memorial Martin Luther uh, game. Probably be there a little early to watch Catholic Central and Heritage Christian. But as that first day goes, Sheboygan Lutheran, Lake Country Lutheran, followed by Winnebago Lutheran and Manitowoc Lutheran, you get a chance to go see the Zastro boy play. Trey can shoot the ball like crazy. 3 o'clock is a great matchup, Kakana and Grafton. Then Brookfield Academy, Mineral Point, Kimberly against Arrowhead, Wisconsin Lutheran against Brookfield East, Marquette versus Pewaukee. That's just day one. So, Coach, I got to tell Coach Mark, I got to tell you, I, I'm really excited about this year's lineup. Well done. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it's always a, a puzzle that you need to put together, and obviously, we have a lot of teams that are interested in playing in the event each year and trying to find uh, spots for as many teams as possible. Um, is is a challenge in some respects and yet uh, rewarding in other respects. And, you know, obviously the goal every year is to try to bring in teams from, from the area that are really good and then and then bring in some teams from outside the area that are really good. And, you know, Kimberly and Kakana and Oshkosh West from the Fox Valley Association and Eau Claire Memorial and River Falls from the Big Rivers Conference. 
uh, you know, kind of fit that bill along with some of the smaller schools like Cuba City and Mineral Point. Uh, you know, we have Appleton Xavier coming back again this year. And then, of course, the Milwaukee area teams like Catholic Memorial and Thomas Moore and Brook the Brookfield schools, both East and Central and, Ac and Brookfield Academy, all three of them. Um, and, you know, so, you know, getting a bunch of teams from from different parts of the state and, and having them play against each other, teams that they would not normally face during the regular season because of travel or what have you. Um, so it's always fun to see the teams go at it and the coaches go at it, but it's also obviously very enjoyable to watch the top players play against each other too and see how they progress with their game over the last, you know, nine months or so. You know, we, we, uh, we have to, and each, uh, between now and, and December 26th, 27th, 28th, every time I'm on the air talking high school sports, I'm going to promote the WBUI shootout, and not because that's part of the, the the agreement that Mark and I have. It's because I I think so much of of this shootout and, and the work that that you do, and the fact that the Rick Majerus Foundation, Mark, I we can't say enough good things and say thank you enough to Jody and Lori for for the work that they do for those three days and and being involved in a partner with you on this. Absolutely. You know, I was putting together the game program right now for the event and trying to collect all the rosters from all the teams. And one of the things that we're putting in this year's yearbook, or excuse me, this year's game program is uh, is the list of past award winners of the, of the $5,000 scholarship uh, that the student athletes of participating schools, uh, the seniors are eligible for uh, if they, if they um, apply for the scholarship. And they have given out the last four years 45 of those scholarships to oh. student athletes from uh, all over the state. So, uh, you know, it's it's uh, absolutely a, a tremendous thing that uh, that the, the Majerus Family Foundation does for for kids uh, and for education and and uh, and for basketball. You know, to put on an event like this costs a lot of money and there's a lot of expenses involved. Um, and uh, they certainly help uh, pay the bills in terms of all that as well. You mentioned the T-shirts that every kid gets uh, for free that's playing in the event and the, the, the game program that they receive also for free as kind of a, uh, a memento. And, you know, it might not mean a ton to the guys right now, but uh, as you guys know, uh, Jeremy and Mike, I mean, gosh, as years go by and, you, you, you know, you stumble across that program or something from, from your high school days, it means a whole lot more to you um, to, to think back to the memories that you had, the teammates, the coaches, the, the games. Um, so, you know, I always try to think that uh, you're creating great memories for these guys uh, by participating in an event like this over the holidays, and uh, hopefully that will continue into the future as well. Well, I, I, you start seeing them all over the area now, Mark. It's kind of weird because I see kids in, in grocery stores and gas stations. I see parents with them on, and it just makes me smile because it's one of those shirts now that there's a number of kids and families that have gotten them, and you start you start running into them in gyms and, and other places, and and you're right, it it uh, it brings you right back to, to to being over at Concordia, and that that's another area that we have to say thank you. You know, Sean Cassidy and his staff and the people at Concordia. I had the athletic director in on my youth sports show uh, today, and we talked about you know how good this is for Concordia to have you there. And I, I was part of, you know, was with you guys when you made the decision to take it to Concordia. And the question was, you know, how will that affect attendance and will, will that be okay with people? I, I think it's great because the parking is really good. It's centrally located, at least for a lot of schools and a lot of parents. 
and it's easy easy on easy off as far as the freeway is concerned and the facility they just treat they treat you and they treat everybody who's coming out there you know like they're a really big program whether they're whether they're a small program or not and you can't give kudos enough to those guys at Concordia yeah, this is actually our 10th year now at Concordia. Wow. We had five at Marquette, and now uh, this is our 10th year at uh, Concordia, so this will be our 15th overall. And um, it's down to a, a, a you know, a working uh, science, so, so to speak, with, with Sean and, and Dan Miller, his assistant coach, and, and you know, the, even the players that are involved in the Concordia program, all the things that they do behind the scenes, maybe that people wouldn't notice, to get the event ready and to take the teams to the locker room and make sure everything is secure and that they have basketballs to warm up with. And, uh, you know, all that stuff. Of course, they run the concession stand, too, and use the profits from that to maybe take a trip every other year for their basketball program. So uh, it's hard to believe it's already 15 years since yeah. the first, first tournament and Jerry Smith from Oatosa East was playing. But, uh, you know, time marches on. And, you know, high school basketball still is the, the greatest game in town. And, um, you know, we've been fortunate to have a lot of really good teams and good players participate uh, in the event over the years. And looking forward to that again this year, we have 32 teams coming in uh, this year. So lots of teams, lots of opportunities to see a lot of different types of basketball uh, from the Milwaukee area, you know, up to the Fox Valley, up way north uh, on Alaska's back from the lacrosse area. So looking forward to it very much. And obviously, uh, very excited to have the fan back with us. And, you know, Jeremy's team's going to be in there. I know he's building the program from the ground up and uh, excited to see, uh, you know, where that will take him in the next few years. I know he's got a lot of really good football players on that team, but, uh, 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 you know, excited. We've, Catholic Memorial's been one of those programs that's been in it since the beginning. Um, and, uh, of course, they continue to be in it. We're excited to have them involved in Waukesha West, uh, and Arrowhead also from the Classic 8 are going to be participating as well. You know, um, Mark, it's, I don't know what I was thinking having Jeremy and these three uh, basketball players in because now we're friends, you know, we're we're buddies. And Jeremy's wife, you know, she actually watches my grandson a couple days a week. And we're calling that game. We're calling the Xavier Catholic Memorial <laughs> game. And I'm gonna if yeah. I got to bash these boys, I look, <laughs> I wish Fox was playing because I'd be bashing him. He can't shoot a lick. I don't, no, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm going to have to say some – I'm the color analyst, and if I see something, I'm going to – you know, Jeremy gets a T and gets thrown out or something, I'm going to talk <laughs> about that on the radio. I don't know what I was thinking having these guys in. Hey, Mark, thank you so much. Yeah, I would love to have you on each and every week. If there's any chance in the next couple of weeks that you happen to be in Milwaukee going to a Marquette game or anything like that, would you let me know? I'd love to have you in studio, and we could do a deep dive in some of the schools. But for the next few weeks, most of the coaches that I talk to and all of the coaches I have in studio with me are going to be coaches that are going to be participating in the 2019 Rick Majerus WBY shootout. And thank you so much again for your partnership with what we do here at The Fan. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it. And like I said, very excited to, to take part in the event again this year. And, uh, you know, looking forward to three great days of basketball and right after the Christmas uh, holiday. And, uh, you know, we could whip, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this year, the 26th, 27th, and 28th. So, um, and then all the schedule and, and, and information about the teams that are playing and the matchups and the times and the dates and all that is on WBBY.com. Yep. And what's the cost to get in, Mark? Uh, it's $10 for adults and 5 for students. And 
that's good for the whole day. So if you want to watch nine games, uh, which idiots like myself do every day, uh, <laughs> you you can do that uh, for ten dollars. Uh, however, if you you know just want to come and watch a few, it's the same price. So um, and you don't yeah. you don't at midday like clear out the gym and make people pay to get back in. You don't do any of that stuff. No, it's good for the whole day. We don't have any sessions or anything. So it's you know with nine games in one day, you got to go. You got to go. You know you you don't have any time to. To clear out the gym and good and well and all that so yeah that, that price has been 10 bucks for i don't know how long but as far back as i can remember 10 bucks for adults five for kids you walk in at at nine o'clock to watch catholic central and heritage christian you can stay the whole day and 9 p.m tips off with marquette and pewaukee and uh, i don't know how you beat that i i just don't know if you if you can get out there on the 26th 27th 28th um, it's ten bucks to get in and spend the whole day watching some of the best high school teams, coaches, and players from around the state. The 2019 Rick Majerus WBY Shootout. Mark Miller, thanks a lot. Okay, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Have you, a great day. Thank you very much. Wishsports.net. If you want to see his stuff, did you pick up the yearbook? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I the Bible, it. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not as important as the Bible this time, you know, <laughs> any time of the yes, year. But yes. for basketball coaches, oh yeah. Man, oh man, he does a he nice does job it, with that. He does that. a great job. Does yeah, a great job. He he really does. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. My, uh, I guess, co-host today, he is the uh, head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial. Hey, we talked a little bit about about Sarah watching Liam. Um, you have three children. Yes. Um, their names: uh, Braden, who is a freshman at Catholic Memorial; uh-huh. Kylie, seven years old; and Addison is four years old. Really? Yep. Braden playing basketball? He is, At yeah. Catholic Memorial? Yeah, yeah he's, he's on the junior varsity team. Good. Can he play a little bit? He can play a little bit. Uh, you've, you've coached him in AAU and stuff, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good for your relationship? Tough? Um, tough dynamic. It yeah. was tough at first. Uh, and, you know, as I matured as a coach, um, and then as he matured, um, I think we, we've definitely, our relationship is stronger than it ever has been right now. Yeah, that's good. Because it's it's hard. I know that. Because yes, I did that, that the same thing. and. And sometimes Sierra's got to be the referee. I'm sure. Yes, she does. She, she's a sports fan because her daddy was a coach, and she she did she play she Cardinal did. Stretch. Yeah, she played at Stretch. She, had, yeah. she won a state title at Kettle Moraine actually with uh, Greg Vach. She did. Yeah. She never lets that down. No, she yeah. she tells you that all, all, the, all time, the time, doesn't she? All the time, and rightfully so. <laughs> right? Does she break down film with you every once in a while? She went. Uh, and we scouted uh, Sun Prairie and Oconomowoc, obviously Oconomowoc, and uh, she was drawing up their out of bounds plays for me. And, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I think I, I think I've met Sarah once or twice. I want yeah. to thank if she's listening. I want to thank her uh, for watching um, Liam. And uh, I love my wife, but I'm starting like Sarah. If she can break down an out of bounds play, <laughs> I might hang out with her for a little while. Let's get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Joyful and triumphant, oh come, he oh come, to Bethlehem. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Coach, you know the problem with live radio? When you think your wife is in pick and save and you make a comment like, hey, I love my wife, I like to hang out with your wife because she can break down out of bounds plays. Got a text. Yeah, oh, and boy. she's not making me lunch today. Come on. <laughs> Just a joke. 
36 years of being married. That's, I can say stupid stuff every once in a while. Hey, I've asked two, uh, two of the student-athletes from Catholic Memorial to join us, um, and then we're going to get Ty back in, in the next segment. I'm going to ask all three of them their favorite memory of, of Catholic Memorial, of either on, on the field, on the court, in the classroom, on a school trip, whatever that is. When they leave Catholic Memorial, what's their favorite memory? They come back five-year, 10-year, 20-year reunion. What's Cole going to say to Luke? Hey, do you remember this? Remember when you you know went out with that one girl? Wow, she, she ended up in the crazy house or some crazy stuff like whatever it is you guys not the one he's going out with now <laughs> i don't want i'm not going anywhere with that i wanted luke fox and cole dak dakovich 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 why don't i do there we go dakovich um to join us because i want to talk about the recruiting process cole's going to play football for the badgers luke's going to play baseball for duke and cole i'm going to start with you um a lot of interest early on? In, I mean, did you have a lot of schools? I know a lot of Big Ten schools were coming after, after you. First of all, have you always been a tight end? Uh, well, initially, I was outside linebacker. Okay. Um, and I only started playing high school football junior year. And so being at CMH and the connections that Coach Young has with all the uh, college coaches, it really helped with the process. You you never played in uh, Little League or, well, I or played, youth? I played fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. And then didn't play eighth. Was basketball your sport? It was, yeah. And you thought that that was kind of what you were going to do. Um, obviously, Luke Fox was happy to see you show up as a junior, right? Mm-hmm. For did, sure. Did he, did he have anything to do with it? I'm sure he had a lot to do with that he, recruiting process. Did he, yeah. I'm wondering yeah. if, Fox, if Fox is a good recruiter or not. He is. Yeah? I'll tell you what, I was probably in Coach Young's office at least twice a week getting the spiel from him and Berge about why I should play. Oh, Berge, yeah. yeah. You bet. I bet uh, – I bet Young just said, "What do you just play? Just mm-hmm. you know what? Just keep, come and play." Um, so happy that they talked you into this. Oh yeah, for sure, best decision I've ever made. Boy, the up your upside. You you haven't even you're, you're nowhere near to peaking, right? Mm-hmm. You've only played a couple of years. That that's awesome. When you started having success at at tight end, that's when some of these Big Ten schools, because size wise, what what how big are you? Six five two forty five. Six five two forty five and run pretty well. Well, you know, Fox is laughing. <laughs> he can he he could out throw you if you were running a fly pattern. He could throw it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Um, did you like the recruiting process? I did. It was. I mean, it was complicated at times. It's tough dealing with all the different schools, but I mean, it's really fun. It's uh, it's cool to experience. W- was was Wisconsin late to the to the party, or were they right in the mix with everybody else? I was was the uh, the first program that I had contact with. Um, Wisconsin came around towards the end. Yeah, but um, once they decided, they went pretty hard. If Wisconsin had not, did, had you made up your mind? Did you th- did did you at least whittle it down to one or two other schools that you may have made a decision or not? Not really. I mean, Wisconsin. Even when I was focused on basketball, Wisconsin was my dream school. Yeah. And so when I came over to football and the, the opportunity presented itself, I jumped right on. Yeah. Mr. Fox, uh, the the going to Duke um, on the baseball scholarship, did, were there other baseball programs looking at you? Yeah, so it actually it started in the fall of my sophomore year. I got my first offer from Oregon State, who went on to win the national championship. Oh game. man, yeah. So um, for me, honestly, I wasn't. I just wasn't ready to decide at that point, and so I decided I'd keep my options as open as I could. Um, and I try to find the best balance, balance of academics and baseball possible. It's a pretty good balance where yeah. you're going. And if they, if, um, 
and I don't know any of this stuff, but this is just a hypothetical question. If if is there a round that you'd have to get picked selected in Major League Baseball to say, okay, you know what? Let me at least consider this thing because you know if you go in the fiftieth round, you got a chance to go to Duke. Probably go to Duke for sure. Mm-hmm. If you get picked in the fourth round. Fifth round, six. Is there a number in your head, or look, I'm going to Duke because I want to experience what it what it's like to be on campus there. I haven't even thought about it too much to be honest with you. I'm just so I'm so excited about the opportunity I have at Duke University, and you know the the education opportunities there, and then just to go with the baseball right. opportunities. Um, Good for you. Yeah, because wait, look, wait, Jeremy, when he was talking about maybe being the fourth generation surgeon, he's not going to get that if he's in single A ball with the Seattle Mariners or, right. you know, exactly. He's going to make a little bit of money yep. and it's going to be kind of cool. If that was his dream, you know, if it was Cole's, it was Cole's dream to be a badger. Luke's dream is get, you know, to, yeah. to, to, uh, let, let's, let me get a good academic school. Maybe I want to be a surgeon, but I want to play baseball and, and I want to go to a good academic place. And, and so that's interesting because a lot of kids sit where he's sitting going, Look, if I get drafted, that's where I'm going. Right. I, you know, I don't, want, I, I don't want to spend any more time in the library. I just don't. Cole, obviously your grades are pretty good, huh? What's no. your grade point? They're not Luke's. No, they're that's in. all right. <laughs> Nobody's it. Nobody. Uh, this year, four point two. Yeah. Jeez, they're not Luke's, but yeah. four. You know what? You take Jeremy's and Jeff and mine, <laughs> and you combine them. You combine them. We were not getting four two or four five. Messer got me out of there, just so you know. Messer said, Mr. McGiver, just go. You know what? We don't want to see you anymore. We don't want to talk to you anymore. So, good. If 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 you had been the pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, your motivation for being such a good student-athlete, where did that come from? For sure, my parents. Yeah? My parents have always been extremely hardworking. Um, just growing up, seeing them, I mean, I'd have nothing else to look at. I mean, that's all I know. Yeah. Brothers, sisters? One brother. Yeah? Older, younger? Older. He's 22. He's uh, finishing up his two degrees at medicine. Oh, right man. Now, so. What are we doing here, Coach? Yeah, yeah, you, right. what are you and me. What, yeah, why don't we just leave, let them take over the rest of the show, and we'll be, we'll be done. Um, Coach, thank you. I'm going to kick you out. Um, I, I really I want Ty to come back, and I'm going to ask these guys, you know, their favorite memory. Before you go, I want to thank our sponsor, Wendy's. You know, they they sponsor our coaches to come and sit in here with me. And they give you, I think, eight or ten coupons for combo meals. And I said to you, look, you can you can take Jeff and I if you want. You can take your 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 team here. You take your family. And I think you made the right choice. You said, I'm going to bring some home to my family because, you know what, they hang out with me. And that's my family. But these boys deserve to eat, too. So um, thank you so much for coming in. And, and again, you tell uh, you tell your wife, make sure she takes care of my boy, man. I want uh, Sarah's, and she's going to do great. And, and tell her when she's got Liam to teach him to go to his left. You got it. You teach him to go to his Thanks left. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. I appreciate it, Mike. Hey, and I look forward to, to calling your game. And, again, if i got to rip some of these boys, sorry about that, but it's just, who, just what i got to do. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much. Thank Let's you. get to a break. We're going to ask Ty. Ty to join us, uh, and we're going to talk to these kids about their days at Catholic Memorial, and then we'll get out of here. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
looking to see the rum-pa-pum-pum. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Mike McGivern and I have got three Catholic Memorial basketball players in studio. It's been a really fun show for me. These are nice young men. If uh, Luke's parents are listening, Ty's parents are listening, Cole's parents are listening, you should be proud of these boys. These are uh, these are good kids, and, and uh, you know, I get kids in here a lot that won't sit, you know, they're not sitting there. They want to go outside. they got to get out of here if I'm not talking directly to them. And these guys are just hanging out. And they're, you know, I think they're appreciative of the offer to come in studio and, and, and tell their story. Um, guys, I like asking student-athletes their senior year. you got a lot of basketball, a lot of baseball to be played yet. But if, if, if you were to go right now, if you were to leave now Catholic Memorial behind, can you tell me what uh, – What's your favorite memory of Catholic Memorial is? And I'm going to start, Cole, if I can start with you. So, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't start playing football in high school until my junior year. And so I got to say, sophomore year in the spring when I went into uh, the head coach jump for gym class, when I went and I told him that I was playing football, the look in his face was just priceless. And then just the journey that came after that, going and winning two gold balls. I mean, I can't ask for a better two seasons. No, you really can't. Mm-hmm. You know that. Um, do you remember your first game, by the way? I do. And kind of a blur. But were you, were you nervous? Um, I wouldn't say nervous. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, after that game, I knew that's what that's what I wanted to do. That was my passion. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, spent a lot of time in the weight room getting ready for that. For sure. For sure. And good for you, Luke Fox. Your favorite memory, Catholic Memorial. You know, look, I could ask you about your uncle's favorite memory, your favorite memory as a kid, but you you walk in that building as a freshman, and to when you walk out and you head out to North Carolina to go to Duke, your favorite memory so far? I mean, I was sitting there thinking. I was trying to think of something, you know, something different, something unexpected. There's so many different great memories that I've had at Catholic Memorial. So many, I can't even count, but I think it just has to be that state championship game last year. Oh, man. Being down twenty-four nothing, you know, in the third quarter. What can, what did Coach Young say at halftime? Because whatever it is, I want to bottle it. Because I, other than the boys in that locker room, and I'm talking about people in the stands who are wearing Crusader shirts. I don't think anybody but the people in that locker room believed you'd come back and win. That was completely unexpected. I I went in the locker room at halftime thinking he was just going to blow up on everybody and you know really be intense, but he was very laid back very calm he's just like guys we got this we can get back into it um and that's what we did man that was a heck of a I, i'm just telling you that was awesome i mean i was watching on tv going boy i wouldn't want to be uh on that ride home i wouldn't want to be on that ride home and bang you once you got him on your heels it was over it was it that was really really good hey ty we haven't had a chance to talk to you much and i apologize for that but your uh, your favorite memory of of being at Catholic Memorial, what would that be? Um, it's kind of funny. It's probably the opposite of Cole's when I decided to tell Coach Young I'm not playing football. And right. Focus on <laughs> basketball. His Man. reaction was obviously a little different. <laughs> but then like he didn't believe. I don't think he believed that I would just go like work hard for basketball. But then like I put everything into basketball. Right. So I think he's. It was just like the moment of him like being proud of me now. Yeah. Of like yeah. Just if you had to I do have. if you had to do it all over again, would you do it the same? Um, 
I would start a lot earlier. It took me a while to like figure out like what I wanted to do, and then like I don't know, just like after basketball season, sophomore year, something just clicked, and I just my whole motivation changed and everything if, changed. If you had to you had to do it all over again with the decision not to play football, would you? Would that be? Was that the right decision for you? Because these guys, you know, they they two gold uh-huh. balls you could have been a part. Oh, of. I know. I trust my brothers. Oh, my brother Cole Hubley, he just every year he's like, you could easily get a ring with this team, but I was like. Except to see my best friends get two rings. Obviously, yeah. I was like, I was so proud of them. But I think it was just the best decision for me because I knew I wasn't really going to excel maybe for football. Yeah. I just wanted to because all three of my other brothers played football and they were really good athletes. So I just wanted to switch it up and play basketball. Hey, guys, before we get out, um, I got a big day tonight. Big day. I'm going to go home, watch a little football and get ready. My godson's getting married today. Congratulations. And uh, yeah, his, uh, his soon to be wife's name is Megan. And and in typical fashion, I think he's totally outkicked his coverage, right? She's way too good looking for him. <laughs> She's way too nice. But I've asked him to join us for a second. Hey, Stevie, how you doing today? I'm well. How are you, Mike? Man, big. What a beautiful day to get married. You're you're still going through with all this, right? I sure am. I sure am. And you and rightfully so. Um, as I just told these boys in the studio, you know, y'all kicked your coverage a little bit with Megan, right? I did. I'm a very lucky guy. Yeah. Yes, you are. I'm looking forward to it. What time is the ceremony? The ceremony's at two. Two o'clock. And uh, man, I, I look forward to seeing you. I think I'm not sure we can get to the ceremony, but we definitely will be down uh, down on the lake here tonight and uh, celebrating with you guys. I, I'm really excited for you. And I know I talked to your dad a couple of minutes uh, earlier in the week. And he said, look, there's so much planning that went into this thing, and these two young people have done a great job, but it's time. Let's get this day here, and let's get this boy married off. Um, good luck today, man. I- I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I mean, she planned everything, so you got to give it all to her, but well, I appreciate it, and it's going to be a good time. She's a Brookfield Central girl. They they take control, and they plan stuff, right? They do. That's awesome. They do. Stevie Shrank, thank you, man. I look forward to seeing you here in a few uh, couple of hours. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. You got it. Thank you. Yeah, he, uh, I, his dad and I went to high school together at Mesmer, and uh, and he's a nice young man. And and I'll tell you what, he uh, he really did. When you talk about a guy who I'll kick his coverage a little bit, don't tell her <laughs> that. He, I used to tell him that. He go, don't say anything, man. Don't be telling her that. So that's uh, that's awesome, boys. Let's look real quick, and we've only got a couple of minutes. Um, this team and and the direction it has to go to be playing where you want it to be playing at the end of the year. Um, again, you got to get your basketball legs under your cold. What's your thought on on where this team and how deep this team can get? I think it's only going to go up. I mean, we made a lot of changes defensively and offensively this year that everyone's still kind of getting used to. Yeah. Um, a couple new guys on the team, just all kind of working on gelling together. I think by the end of the year, we'll definitely be a lot different of a team than we are right now. Luke, uh, you miss playing, I'm sure, right? I do, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you get back, are you still going to practice some stuff? Yes, sir. Yeah, good for you. And you see uh, you see a big upside to this team. You want, you would not want to play Catholic Memorial second half of the year, right? Definitely not. Hey, real quick, basketball-wise, you you guys look at your schedule. Who don't you like? You know who's the who's the who's the team that you just go, man. We gotta beat them. I don't like them. Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Thank you. Arrowhead, Arrowhead all the way through. Yeah. You know what? It seems to be 
hey, a few years ago we did a college, what's your favorite college football team uh, poll on the big show. This is six, seven years ago. Wisconsin was one, Michigan State was two, University of Arrowhead was three. People <laughs> voted for Arrowhead High School as their favorite college football oh, team. Man. Yeah, I, a lot of guys in your conference, when they sit where you're sitting, Arrowhead comes out. Uh-huh. If I talk uh-huh. football now, Muskego's starting to get that. We won't beat those boys, mm-hmm. no doubt. Guys, thank you. Thank you know you. what? If I don't talk to you, Merry Christmas. Um, I'll see you before the new year because I'm going to be doing your game. I may come over to you and ask you to join us on the broadcast because you're a radio guy now, Luke Fox. <laughs> I'll see you this week at Pick and Save. Congratulations on thank that. You. Thank good, you. good luck this year. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. you. Thanks thank for, you for com- having us on. Thanks for coming Appreciate in. It. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.